Good morning, everybody. God bless you guys. Happy Wednesday. Um, hope everybody's having a good week so far. And um, happy to be with you guys. Um, excited for what the Lord is doing. Amen. I'm just going to wait. Amen. <laughs> wait a minute and let uh, let people jump on. And adjust my telephone. Adjust your telephone now? Yes. So as mm -hmm. as you're jumping on, you guys, make sure that you say hello and let us know that you're watching. Amen. 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 Oh, Lisa. Good morning, Lisa. You guys just hear a voice in the corner there? I'm not sure. Good morning, Lisa. God bless you, my sister. Good morning, Dom. Good morning, Keala. Grabbing my coffee, too. Grab your coffee, girl. Let's go. Can you turn this thing on? Grab some coffee. And let's get rolling. Amen. Are you guys having a good week? Good morning, Rodney. Good morning, David. Good morning, Marianne. God bless you guys. Hope you guys are doing well this morning. Amen. The Lord, aloha kakayaka, my brother. Uh, the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. How do you turn this thing on? He is so worthy. Sage is over here pitting buttons. I told him, I said, listen, if you want to play with stuff, you got to do it before broadcast. So. <laughs> <clears throat> but you playing with your phone, man. Hallelujah. So you, um, uh, I, I guess, I guess since he's ready, I guess I go and let my, my, do like he does to me. Let my guests come in the broadcast. <laughs> squeeze it, horse, squeeze it, horse. <clears throat> There you go. Oh, we are, we're in the center today. That's yeah, why. There you go. There like you I'm go. way over here. There you go, my friend. Squeeze in just, just a hair more. <clears throat> Can you squeeze in a hair more? <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on. What an awesome day it is today. Come on. This is the day that we shall rejoice and be glad in it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Today is the day the Lord has made. Hallelujah. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Your de morning devotion led you to Deuteronomy 15. How amazing. Amen, Keala. Amen, Amen. my sister. Good. So That's good. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I didn't take my vitamins this morning, guys. Sorry. Come <laughs> on. Thank I've you, Jesus. I've taken my vitamins. Hello, Tony. The McRib is back. The McRib. I love the McRib. I haven't eaten at McDonald's in such a long time. McDonald's is, I mean, I like the fries, and I, I like getting fries, and I like getting a McFlurry and dipping my fries in it. That's I, what some I like people better. think that's weird, but I don't know how many of my my fry and ice cream people out there. I love ice cream. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I like French fries, <laughs> so the two go together really well. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know, and of course, <clears throat> working on not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> How do you turn this thing on, sir? I can't figure it out. 
I'm like technically challenged. Just leave it. <laughs> Just leave it. You have my telephone. If you can't read nope. comments. So listen, you guys, thank you, you don't for let me have it. I'm like Help me out, man. I'm over here taking my vitamins, and you're just. <laughs> I'm trying to get the computer on. He's like, this. Hallelujah. Even though we can't see you through the screen, we're just going to study you. <laughs> I'm looking at the comments. Good morning. Good morning, Dom. Hallelujah. Come Amen, on. Amen, Dom. Come on, my brother. Hallelujah. Fries and soft serve. See, David. You da know, David knows what's going on. He Come knows on, what's David. Up. Hi, Rachel. Good morning, my sister. God bless you. We bless you, Louie and Jamie. God bless you guys. Miss you too, Tony. So proud of you. Your family is beautiful. Your little girl is so stinking cute. I got to tell you, you know, Tony's come a long way. <laughs> from, from, the days, from the days of camping and, and trying to look for snakes in the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, Tony, we, he used to come to our youth group years ago. And uh, I'll tell you what, Tony, I'm proud of you, man. He was a little you, skinny uh, string bean. I wasn't sure if he was going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you, I'm super proud of you, Tony. Come on. <laughs> Hallelujah. You've come a long way, my friend. Yes, you have. Proud of you. You have come a long way. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, guys. I go stop. Thank you. <laughs> the snakes didn't get you. <laughs> Hallelujah. But um, we took, I guess I have to say this. So I'll kind of let this everybody This is our, our, our youth so, pastoring days. Yeah. So we took uh, a youth group out camping. And uh, I don't believe Tony had ever been camping before. So he had this little crank up flashlight that he had gotten. So, uh, he all night long, all you heard was, Hi, Maria, and then you. it would stop, <laughs> and then it would stop all night long. He was like searching the trees, like thinking snakes were going to come out on him. <laughs> it was crazy. Crank up uh, his little so crank up all light. night long until like six in the morning when the sun came up. And then he's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hallelujah. you're so funny. <clears throat> Amen. Well, listen, you guys. Thank Can you. I start with a scripture? Um, Here I, this morning. I was going to actually start with prayer, but if you want to. Okay. Well, let me let me start with this one scripture, and then we'll jump off into prayer. Okay. okay sure. It says, "How could I re revoke my covenant of love that I promised promised David?" Mm. Right. Listen to this. But I will never, no, never lift my faithful love. From off their lives. Amen. Now, listen to that. My covenant I will not break, nor alter the words that have gone out of my lips. That's good. That's what God, my covenant. That's I will, our covenant with the Lord. And that's what we're talking about. What we have is a covenant relationship with him. And he has promised us. And I'm in Psalm 89, 34. He says, my covenant I will not break nor alter the words that have gone out of my lips. Once I have come sworn, come on, by my holiness, I will not lie. 
Amen. Let me say that. Amen. His covenant that we have with him, the promises that we have with him, according to the word, are yes and amen. He's not going to relent on that covenant. He's not going to relent on those promises. God spoke it. Therefore, he will do all that he said he would do over your life and over our life. Come yes. on. I want to tell you, November is going to be a month to remember. You're going to be going over the top. Every hindering spirit that has come against your life to hold you back, Thank we you, decree and declare today those things fall to the ground in the name of yes, Jesus. Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Right now, every hindrance, every roadblock, every pothole the enemy has tried to put in front of you to distract you, to get you off course, to make a right or left turn when you should have been going straight. Today, those things break in the name of Jesus. Amen. Because we are in covenant with him through the blood of Jesus. And we're not going down. That's we're right. going up. Hallelujah. Because he is not a man that he should lie, no. nor a son of man that he should repent. Hallelujah. And his covenant he will bring forth because he has sworn he will not break it. He will not alter it. And if it's gone out from it, lips. He will perform it in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. My God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for your mercy and grace, your love and your power. I thank you for this for this opportunity to minister to the saints of God, to the saints and the ain'ts here this morning. In the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you, Lord, that this video will bring conviction. That's right, David. Hallelujah. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's unchangeable. Come on. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Father, for your grace, your power, and your authority going forth now in Jesus' mighty name. Whew. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen, Jesus. We worship Hallelujah. You Thank you, Jesus. Worthy of the praise. Thank you, Jesus. Worthy of the glory. Worthy of the honor, Father. Whew. You are worthy, Jesus. I magnify you. I exalt your holy name, Lord. You are worthy, Jesus. Hallelujah. I love how the passion reads this, the same verse, Psalm 89 verse, and it goes 33 and 34, but it says, uh, how could I revoke my covenant of love? Mm. 
Amen. Amen, Rodney. Amen. Amen. We're in agreement, sir. Prayers over people's marriages. Father, in Jesus' name, right now. Father, we just thank you, Father. As we, as we get this video on the way this morning, I thank you. Marriage is being restored right now in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. Every hindering spirit that would want to distract, bring confusion and division right now, we bring it down in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. By the power of your blood. I thank you that we are in covenant with you according to your word. And you will see, hallelujah, that covenant, Father, being, Father, coming forth in power and in might, in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Just worship him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You are worthy, worthy of the praise, worthy of the glory, worthy yes. of the honor, Lord. Hallelujah. There is yes. none like Hallelujah. you, Father. There is none like you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you for destroying, Father, and bringing freedom, Lord. For, from from for, Lord from deceptions, Father. Yes. From Lord from religious tradition, God. Father, from just Lord, every hindrance of the enemy, Father, from discouragement even over the viewers, Hallelujah. Father, from from Lord, just every hindrance, yes. every hindrance, Father. I thank you, Lord. That you thank are, you, Lord, Jesus. big enough, Father. You are mighty enough, Father. I thank Ooh. you, Lord, that you, Father, Lord, came to destroy the works of the devil. Jesus thank came to destroy you, the works of the devil. And just as he came to destroy the works of the devil, Lord, we come, Father, to do the same thing, Lord. So I thank you, Lord. <laughs> I thank you, Jesus, for tearing down, Lord, and, and killing, Ooh. Lord, some of those religious cows. Hallelujah. I thank you for that. Those sacred cows. In Jesus' name. Jesus. Hallelujah. I actually saw this post from 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 John G. Lake, and I thought it was kind of cool. Is the the definition of a sacred cow, and then of course it has a cow on the on the picture. But it says the sacred cow definition. And listen, we all at some point or another, uh, most people, maybe not all, but most people have um, maybe had a sacred cow in their life. Amen. So, um, and sometimes that's in the area of finances. So let's kill those sacred cows. Amen. Let's get them out because they just hinder us in, in walking Hallelujah. in the fullness 
of Christ. Amen. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Sylvania. Anybody else I missed? Good morning, Lisa. So this is the definition. A sacred cow is a belief or tradition that is held regardless of the biblical truth and one that keeps people in bondage and even allows sickness or death to be accepted rather than change. Amen. So let's kill those cows. Amen. Come on. That was from John G. Lake's ministry. Mm -hmm. That's what he said about sacred cows. Oh, that's what the ministry said. I don't know. Well, but that's came from the ministry. So um, this morning, you guys, we're going to be talking about um, tithe and offering. And so, um, again... Angie, good morning. Good morning, Auntie Angie. So, uh, last... Jeff, good morning. Did you already say good morning to Jeff? I sure did. And Dom and everybody and James and everybody else. Well, hey, if we missed you this morning, listen, good morning. We love you. We're excited with what God's going to do here today. Amen. So get your little notebooks out. Do I get the talking stick? Yeah. Now? Oh, you okay, get, okay. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Wait. It's a talking stick. <laughs> David, it's okay. <laughs> he said, not only one, I had a whole herd of them. <laughs> But hey, listen, thank you, Jesus, that you're getting free from them, right, David? That's the 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 main thing. Hallelujah. That's the 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 main thing is that we recognize them and we start shooting those suckers, right? Hey, let me tell you, David, I love your heart because you know what that had to do with? That had to be do with being real and humble. Come on. Humility, yeah. That that is beautiful, my That's when freedom comes, man. When we're able to Yeah, when we're able to sorry, now I'm doing the same thing you do. (laughs) I raise my hand (laughs) I raise my hand to that, my friend. I, I love your heart. I love your heart. Because you know what? There was a lot of sacred cows I had to get rid of too. And still working in areas. But no, love that you. no, I was just gonna thank you, Sonia. Thank you guys. You know, I was just gonna say, love you too, Maria. That um, <clears throat> that takes a lot of humility, and you know what? That's when we get freedom. Is when we get real and we we swallow our pride. We are not even swallow. Just get rid of it. Just kick it out. And we acknowledge we got some things we gotta work on and get rid of. That's when the freedom and the growth comes. Amen. Oh. <clears throat> so. That's a mic That's drop. awesome. Boom. Amen. So today, Dana, what are we going to be talking about today? Today, well, I said that earlier, what we were talking about. I'm just reminding the people. (laughs) So tithe and offering is what we're going to be talking about today. Tithe and offering. Amen. So tithe, this is one of the the biggest things that that it seems like people kind of struggle with um, is with tithe. And and a lot of good questions people have with tithe as well. And Marie said, amen, me as well. I had a whole field of cows. <laughs> so kill those cows. Make some hamburger. Amen. Come on, we're going to make some hamburger. We're going to have a party with it. Amen. So barbecue. <laughs> but, you know, people just misunderstand it, you know, and we don't, we're, we're not teaching on it as we should. Amen. And for a long time, even uh, me, myself, I had no understanding of what the tithe was. I didn't understand how it operated. I didn't understand, um, you know, how it worked. And so, you know, that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the tithe because, you know, it's really important, you guys, <clears throat> excuse me, that we, we have an understanding of these things because, number one, 
you know, when we, when we do finances the Lord's way, the Lord can entrust us with more, amen, that we are blessed to be a blessing, right? That we are able to increase in these areas because he knows that he can trust us, amen? And he knows that we're going to steward these things well. But concerning the tithe, I just want to start off with the tithe belongs to the Lord. Lord, amen? So good morning, Chris. So on the other side of that screen, type in, the first thing is the tithe belongs to, to the, the Lord. Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. The tithe is not is not yours. The tithe doesn't belong to you. You don't get to decide, you know, whether you choose to spend it or give it or not. It ultimately it, it don't it doesn't belong to you. It's like this. Just to give you an example. Okay, so we'll just say this is my phone, but we'll just say that this is Sage's phone. Okay, so Sage gives me the phone. He gives me the phone. <laughs> he entrusts me with the phone. And he says, okay, I'm coming back for that phone, right? But, but I'm giving you all of this other stuff. You can see these books. Just, just pretend that he gave me all these other things. And he said, but I'm coming back for the phone. All these things are yours. You can keep it. But, I, but I'm entrusting you with this. I'm going to come back for it. So, okay. So then he comes back for the phone. I got to give him that phone that right that belongs to him. He just entrusted me with it. I it belongs to him. I can't be like ask me for the phone. May I have the phone? No, it's mine. Oh, I already I already I already sold it to buy more books. You know, he what what would you do? I well, would, he doesn't know, say, but Well, but no, like, <laughs> I would be like, "Well, you're you're not a good steward of my stuff." Well, yeah, but but right, you would People would be upset, okay, if you if they if you didn't if you came back for their stuff and you didn't want to give it back. People would be upset, right? They would be Come upset. On. They would be like, "Wait, hold on! I gave you that. That is mine. That belongs to me, right? How how can you keep that when that's not yours?" Amen. Come on. So listen, you guys. The tithe belongs to the Lord. It doesn't belong to us. Amen. So it, that's right. we don't even touch it. He entrusts us with it, but then we got to give it back. And when, when our paycheck comes or when, you know, our increase comes, we, Thank you so much. we give it back. Amen. Now, we can't withhold it because if I gave something to, if I gave to, to you and I said, hold this okay. and I came back for it and you said, no, no, I, I'm big wait. that, but that's not yours. That's mine. I, that, I, that, I asked you to hold it. That's mine. No, it's my, it's <laughs> right. So, so the tithe belongs to the it's Lord. Something you've been entrusted with to show your faithfulness. Amen. So let's so let's look at this. Let's go to let, let's go to Malachi. Right. This is a huge scripture, and let's break down Malachi. This kind of lays out the tithe beautifully and kind of how it works. So Malachi trap uh, chapter three, and we are going to go into. Um, let's go, let's start in verse eight. Okay. So Malachi three, eight, and it says this, it says, will you, will a man rob God? Question mark. Yet you have robbed me. And there's an exclamation point on that. Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? In tithes and in offerings, you are cursed with a curse for you have robbed me even this whole nation and so i'm going to stop right there for a second you is he said in what way have we robbed you 
in tithes and offerings. Come on. So listen to that, you guys. It's not only the tithe, it's the offering. And we're going to touch on the offering, but I want to start with the tithe first. Come in on. tithes and offerings. We can't rob God in tithes and offerings. Amen. Hallelujah. We got to give him what belongs to him. So what does the tithe mean? People sometimes think that they can tithe 20%. Or that they can tithe, you know, uh, 90% of their paycheck. Well, you can't tithe 20%. You can give over and above the 10%, but the tithe literally means 10%. The 10th. Tithe means, well, yeah, tithe means 10th, okay? Tithe means 10th. So it's literally 10%, amen? So I want to read this to you really quick. I'm going to read this. So listen to this. The tithe is 10% of your gross income. Not your net income, okay? So a lot of people want to give. <laughs> so listen, you guys, a lot of people here, babe, a lot of people think that they, they can give, you know, again, like 20% or they can give, you know, uh, 90% and they're like, well, I'm going to give 90% and I'm going to keep my 10%. Well, again, that's not considered tithe because tithe is the 10th. It's only the 10th, amen, that you're Hallelujah. giving. So tithe is 10% of your gross income. So people sometimes will be like, oh, well, I give 10% after my net, okay, after my net income. It's your gross, okay? It's your gross income. That It's not af what's left after you're done paying bills and whatever. It's not kind of like the, for lack of a better word, it's not like the sloppy seconds, right? It, the 10th is your gross income, okay? The tithe is the 10% off the top. It's not just something you give to God. It belongs to God. It's not just something that you're giving as an offering, as, as like, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, I'm freely giving this offering, right? A tithe is 10% off the top and it belongs to God, you guys. If you withhold it, you're stealing from God. That's why it said in Malachi, will a man rob God? If you withhold it, you're stealing from the Lord. Amen. It's a sin not to tithe, you guys. Come on. Okay? So everybody type in the comments. It's a sin not to tithe. And I shared my testimony. Praying tongues. I shared my testimony yesterday. I shared it of, of how I started to uh you know tithe. So listen. I'm gonna wait. Type in the comments, it says, sin not to tithe. Hallelujah. Good morning, Hazel. Thank you, Jesus. So listen, a non-tither can never be blessed, you guys. Listen, I'm telling you, people who don't tithe or who are inconsistent with their tithe, I see this all the time. You know, their stuff is breaking down. You know, their vehicles are breaking down. Their fridges are going, or whatever. I don't know. I'm just throwing That's out stuff. Come you on. Know, maybe the, the, the washer, the dryer is going out. All of this kind of stuff. Good morning, Juanita. So, you know, things are always breaking down and going wrong. Going wrong, And more money is going out than, uh, than coming in. You know, it's like their pocket. Like they got a hole in their pocket. Well, you know, that's uh, uh, in part because they're not tithing. I've Come seen on. that with people who don't tithe. Because when you're not tithing, amen, you can't be blessed. A non-tither can never be blessed. If you think you're too smart to tithe, you're too dumb to prosper. Ooh. If you think you're too smart to tithe, you're too dumb to prosper. 
listen, listen to this. You need to decide this. You need to decide if you'd rather have 90% of your income blessed or 100% of it cursed. If you keep 100% of it, wow, it's all going to be cursed. Strong. Come on. It's all going to be cursed anyway. So it doesn't matter if you have 100% of your income because it's going to be cursed. So better to give what belongs to the Lord, which is the 10%, hallelujah. Give, give the Lord what is due to him and have the 90% hallelujah. and be blessed. Amen. Come on. Hallelujah. Ooh, man, that is strong. Look at that. You can have 90% 90, 90 and be blessed, right? Or 100%. A position to be envied by all. Or you can have a hundred percent of it cursed if That's you right. don't initiate the tithe. Come on. And tithe is finances. That's giving of the things that you've made. That's right. That's right. So listen, I, I'm, I'm telling you. So, you know, people say, and I said, I, I kind of shared this yesterday with my, um, with my testimony of how I actually even started tithing. People say they can't afford tithe, right? A lot of people will tell you, I've heard that comment many times. I can't afford tithing. I can't afford to tithe. I just don't have the money to tithe. Like, you know, we're barely making it right now. I can't tithe. Well, listen, I, <laughs> if you can't afford to tithe, you, you can't afford not to tithe, you guys. You can't afford not to tithe. If you don't tithe, it's going to come out somewhere else. What do I mean by that? Everything's, you know, well, I shouldn't say everything. Stuff starts breaking down, right? Just kind of like I said, I've seen that pattern happen with people. Things start breaking down, and then guess what? You end up spending, you know, several hundred or even thousands of dollars trying to repair things when, you know what, that could have been prevented through the tithe. And I'll touch on why that's prevented through Malachi here in a second. But it's interesting because if you're not tithing, what's happening is, now let, let, me, let me explain this really quick. If you're not tithing, you're holding back as a believer, right? You're holding back what belongs to God. So therefore you're positioning mammon or money awesome, as, as an idol in your life. Yeah, right. You're holding it higher than what you've been commanded to do. Right. Come on. So therefore it becomes an idol before God. Yes. And God will not share his glory with an idol. No. That's why he says in Matthew 7, right? Or Matthew 6, right? You can't, you can't, either you're going to love God or hate mammon or love mammon and hate God, but you can't do them both. You've got <laughs> to put God first. Come on. He always comes first. Jesus, listen, it, and it's a joy to give to the Lord. Amen. It's a joy. It's not something hard. Hallelujah. But listen, Come that's what, on, Sonia. That, that is awesome. That's and keep doing it, Sonia. Keep on, girl. Come on, you're Shayla. blessed. Amen. Come on, Juanita. Every one of you guys, if you're a tither, you're blessed. Amen. So listen to this. Okay. So um shakara. Let me tell let, let's continue to read. I want to tell you why tithe what let me tell you something that tithing does. And I, I touched on this when um I went over the tithe Hallelujah. at the beginning of the year. So one of the things, let me tell you why it's so important to tithe. Of course, we covered the first thing, which is it's not yours. It's not yours. It belongs to the Lord. Tithe right. belongs to the Lord. You don't touch it. It comes off the top. It comes off the top of your gross income. But not that that should be reason enough not to touch it because otherwise you're robbing God. But let me let me tell you a couple of things that the tithe ensures. Some other things of why it's important to tithe. So the first thing is... The tithe is your protection from the destroyer, right? That's right. Come on. Tithe protects you from the destroyer. 
Can I, can I read something really quick with that? Yes. Okay, so if you go into Malachi chapter 3 really quick, okay, and you jump back to verse 3, okay, mm -hmm. and it says, He will sit as a refiner and purify a purifier of silver. He will purify the sons of Levi and purge them as gold and silver, that they may offer to the Lord an offering in righteousness. Then the offering of Judah and Jerusalem will be pleasant to the Lord, as in the days of old, as in the former years. And I will come near you for judgment, and I will be swift and I will be a swift witness against sorcerers, which is witchcraft, against adulterers, idolatry, and apostates, against perjurers, which is lies and deception, and against those who exploit wages, earners, and widows, and orphans, and against those who turn away the alien, because they do not fear me, says the Lord God of hosts. Come on. When you begin to do it God's way, when you tithe as you've been commanded to tithe, when you give your offering as you've been commanded, come on. He's going to turn the sorcerer and the witchcraft uh, he's going to turn it and set it on the run because his protection Amen. is over you. The Amen. devil won't be able to come near you because God is surrounding you. Why? Because you're obedient to what his word is saying Amen. and you're trusting him to take care of you. And as you do, come on, you put the devil on the run. Let Amen. me say it again. Morning, you're going to put the devil on the run. Hallelujah. Amen. Lies and deceptions that may people try to even use against you. The word says, come on, when you align with the kingdom of God, right here it says it, he will cause the lies and the deceptions to fall down to nothing. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Come on. That's the covenant partner. That's hallelujah. Amen. A question. Hallelujah. So, okay. Um, Hazel, we're going to address that question. Okay. So just, um, just keep that, keep that in the back of your mind. We're going to come back to that. We're actually going to answer that question. And that's a good question. And a lot of people have questions concerning the tithe. There's people who have asked me, you know, can I split up my tithe? Can I give, you know, to do to two different places? Um, and I'll answer that question too. There's people who've asked, you know, um, uh, well, you know, can I, uh, where do I give the tithe? I mean, there are all these things we'll answer. Okay. So I, I want to read this really quick. I want to finish up this point, which was tithe. That's good. Tithe ensures your protection from the destroyer. So that's Malachi three verse eleven. And let me—I'm going to read this to you. It says, "And I will rebuke mm. the devourer for your Ooh. sakes, so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field," says the Lord of hosts. And verse 12 says, and all the nations will call you blessed for you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. So listen, Hallelujah. the tithe rebukes the devourer. Amen. The tithe keeps the devourer from coming and eating up your finances, from coming and, 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 and eating up your goods. Amen. So that is one thing that the tithe does. So not only is it the Lord's, but it also ensures mm. your protection from the destroyer. It's Come so on. important that we tithe and that you're consistent in your tithe, that you're giving tithe all the time, not just when you think you can. Like I said at the beginning, you know, a lot of people say, I can't afford to tithe. You can't afford not to. You can't afford not to tithe. Amen. That's right. Come on. So... 
Uh, okay, so that's let, so good. Let, let me continue on with this. That's so good. Amen. It it, it rebukes the devourer. Amen. So listen, God rebukes the devourer for your sake, right? When you tithe, he won't allow things to eat at your money, right? You won't have holes in your pockets anymore. Come on. This principle also applies to your health, you guys. Amen. If you have to pay for treatments and hospital bills and, and all kinds of health issues, that eats at your money, right? Come on, James. That's a part of, of, of the destroyer. So, so tithing puts a shield around the devil, the devil's ability to attack your body, mm. to attack your goods, to attack your finances. Ooh, Amen. Come on. Hallelujah. So the Bible says that, you know, he who is unfaithful in the small things will be unfaithful in everything. And that's from Luke wow. chapter 16, verse 10. Wow, I gotta so, go there. Luke sixteen ten. Yep. So you know, right. if you're unfaithful with the small things, if you can't even give ten percent of what the Lord has given you, if you can't even give that ten percent, you know, you can't expect we can't expect the Lord to increase us if we won't even give Him the ten percent. Amen. <sighs> so He's not going to entrust us with more if we're not faithful with the small. That's Luke sixteen ten. Luke sixteen ten. He who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. And he who is unjust in what is least is unjust also in what is what is much. Right, right. Wow. Right. Wow. Right. So, Man, that's powerful. Yep. So if you can't show that you're faithful even with the little bit, mm -hmm. the little bit of the tithe, he's certainly not going to entrust you with great riches. Yep. Come on. It's true. Because you, won't, tr because you can't be trusted. See, the tithe is a, is a gateway right? I'm going to use this. The tithe is a gateway into greater blessings of heaven overflowing your life. You know, I actually broke down that thing and did a study in it. You know what the true riches are? Come on. Souls. Souls. Amen. The true riches were souls. And and you know what? that? So basically what that was saying is if I can't entrust you with the small thing, which is money, money is actually the small thing. It's not the true riches. Money is the small matter, the small thing. If he can't entrust us with that, how is he going to entrust us with true riches, which is souls? That's intense. That's intense. Amen. So listen to this. You know, David, David, come my on, brother. brother. I love that. I love that. I love that. Come on. Amen. But listen, so I'm going to use myself as an example really quick, Sage. I'm okay. going to use myself as an example. Hey, David Peralta's on here. That's I love you, David. 10%, Carol. The tithe literally means the 10th. The 10th. It's not 20%. It's not 30 It's not 5 It's not... It's not, you know, 90, it's 10%. That's what the tithe is. So um, that's what literally what it means. So listen, I'll use myself an example. That's why we're talking about where the finances and, and trying to break that poverty mentality that keeps us in bondage. You know, according to the word um, that we went over, you know, yesterday, um, we know that Jesus became poor, that we could become rich, right? We went over that scripture in 2 Corinthians 8, 9. So he became poor so we could become rich. But we got to break that poverty mentality that wants to keep us cleaving to our stuff, you know, and not giving, not sowing, not being obedient to do what the word of God says to do. And one of the things the word of God says to do is tithe. So, you know, for a long time, I had a poverty mentality because of how I grew up and because of not gr growing up in lack, growing up in poverty. And, um, you know, I shared yesterday my testimony of how I started tithing. 
you know, and, and uh, for a long time, I used to have that mentality that I couldn't afford to tithe. I used to think like, I can't afford to tithe. I can't afford to tithe. I'll tithe God when I don't, my paychecks were maybe like 70 bucks. I had my daughter that I had to take care of, buy Pampers, buy formula, all this stuff. I had a car payment that I had to take care of. 70 bucks? Yeah, there were like $70 paychecks. Man, I, was you, a I was a waitress. You were making some money. Yeah. You know, I was barely getting tips. You know, my tips were small. My tips were maybe 70 bucks. Well, listen, that doesn't cover a $200 um, car payment at the time. And I think it was like 250 something like that. You know, plus all of my natural expenses. I didn't have money. So in my mind, I could not afford to tithe. Little did I know that I couldn't afford not to. So I was oh. always in bondage. I was always in lack because I would not tithe. I was always struggling. I got behind on car payments by six months. Getting my car repoed, they should have been coming for it any moment, but thank you, Jesus, they didn't. And then, I, like Hallelujah. I shared yesterday, by the grace of God, somebody put in my mailbox in an envelope $2,000 that was more than enough to catch up on my car payment and take care of the needs that I have. And from that point, I made a decision. God, I will never withhold from you again. I will never keep from you again. I will tithe no matter how little or how big my paycheck is, I will tithe faithfully to you that you would care for me. And guess what? I started tithing and the Lord have from that point always, always took care of my needs. Always. Amen. And it rebuked the destroyer. That's what, again, just what I read in Malachi 3 verse 11. I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. It rebuked the devourer that I never lacked. Amen. That I never was putting out tons of money because I had holes in my pockets. I was always protected and I always had more than enough. Amen. So I, I love this. So let's just break it down like this. Off of a dollar, a tithe is 10, 10 cents. Yeah. Yeah. Off of two dollars, it's twenty cents. Right. Three dollars, thirty cents. Right. You know, ten dollars is a dollar. Right. You know, twenty is two. Yes. You know, so it's it's really when you think about it. I remember when I was making Dana was talking about her testimony, but I was I remember when I was locked up and I only was making five dollars a month. Come on, five dollars a month, and I was tithing that yeah. faithfully. Come on, yeah. I was giving of that faithfully. Yeah every single month come on and god was using it to bless bless me yes he was just looking for my obedience yes. come on in what i had in my hand at that moment come on Pura it's not like shakara. you know okay now i'm making so so much so now i can tithe no no i tithe from where i was at in that moment when i was making five dollars a month and god used it mightily Pura and powerfully in my life Hallelujah. Come on, that's good. Thank you, Jesus. And it's the same thing he's going to do in your life. Come on. I want to just say this here today. Come on. As we align, there's many on here that are already doing this. And there's many on here that are, you know, that there's some things being answered that you had questions on. But I decree and declare over you today that your
you're going up. That November is going to be a month that to remember in your life. Because as you align with the Spirit, as you align with the Word, His promises are yes and amen to you and I. As we're obedient to do what He's asked, as as He's asked us to do, we're going to be going over the top. Look, we're doing these teachings. What? To equip you to overcome everywhere you're at. Come on. We're equipping you to overcome. We're equipping you for the time that's at hand. Come on. Hallelujah. This month is going to be the month of more than enough. It's going to be a November to remember. Come on. When we press into this, when we're pressing into the word, when we're being obedient to what he's saying, I'm believing November is going to be a a month to remember in your life. I believe December is going to be even greater. Come on. It's going to be the best time December that we've ever had. And we're going to go into 2022 guns blazing and obedient sons and daughters of God marching across the land, taking back what the enemy has stolen. My God, hallelujah. It's the triumphant church raising up in this hour at this time, singing the praises of the king. How great and mighty is he? Our hearts aren't attached to anything except him. Come on. See, that's the key with the tithe. That's the key with the offering. God's just wanting your heart to be attached to him and not attached to the world. Amen, David. Hallelujah. That's good, David. Come on. He's encouraging everybody to sit down. That's awesome. Yeah. Because God's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Amen. He's not a liar. So when he says he's going to take care of us, he's going to take care of us. Amen. Come on, David. Love you, David. (laughs) Good man. Good man. Mr. Peralta. Let's go. Yes. The army. The army. Can you hear the boots of the army of the Lord marching across the land? Yes. Taking back what hell has stolen. Taking back every realm of influence. Can you hear it? Can you hear the boots of the army yes. of the Lord marching across the land, singing the praises of hallelujah of our King Jesus, that our hearts are detached from everything of this world, that yes. we are align ourselves to the principles to be overcomers in this world. Because look, he's not telling us to tithe and do offerings so he can bring us down so he can give us less. No, he's making a way so we can be more. He's making a way so the devil gets under our feet. When we're obedient to his command, he says my promises are yes and amen. You're not going down, you're going up. This is your hour of breakthrough. When you align yourself to the word of God. I tell you today in the mighty name of Jesus, you're going up. You're going up. You're going up. You're going up. You ain't seen nothing yet. This is that latter and former day coming together upon the church triumphant. When we align to his word, we're going up. We're not coming down. My God, somebody hallelujah. I want to shake it. Hallelujah. My God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man, I was trying to find this particular scripture. I couldn't find it. But Hallelujah. Which one was it? It's, it's, you're not going to, it's a proverb. Hallelujah. So, my goodness. Woo. Come on. Woo. Look, I just, can I say that yeah, one more yeah, time? Yeah, please. I have to say this one more time. Look, 
with him talking about tithings and offerings is not about him trying to get from us. It's about him trying to get blessings to us. There's a prescribed measure and way that this world operates in. Do you understand? Yeah. It's a legality that's been settled. It's like the law of, of gravity. It's a law that's been instituted by God to hold everything down to the earth. Come on. If gravity wasn't here, we'd all be spun off into space right now. Yeah. But because God put gravity here, it holds us to the earth so we can operate. And see, that's what the command is mm -hmm. or, or the law. It's a revelation light on how to operate yes, in this realm that's of good. the natural right. to overcome what's operating here. He's given us an avenue and access to keep our hearts clean and to keep heaven flowing upon our lives. That's what the tithe and offering is about. Hallelujah. My that's God. so good. That's Hallelujah. Thank you. That was actually really good. And God is not a lawbreaker. Let me tell you. God is not a lawbreaker. Come on. He will not break the law. He's an abiding God, meaning he's the perfect judge. Come on. He's not going to on that glorious day, come on, have the devil come and say, look, you broke your own law by doing this or this. Come on. He's not going to have that. He's a righteous judge. Yeah, he's he the perfect judge. Amen. So he's not going to step outside of his lines that he's laid out in his word. Yes. He's given us a prescribed measure and a way to operate in the kingdom of heaven Amen. that we would be blessed in overcoming. And when we initiate it, when we operate in it, it's yes. like taking the key, come on, and putting it in the ignition and then you get the power to turn on. it on. Amen. But if you don't use the key, you'll never turn the car on. That's good stuff. Hey, I'm just talking you, now. You just on a roll. <laughs> so what am I saying? As Dana and I are teaching here, well, specifically Dana, Dana's teaching, right? I like to preach. So as Dana's teaching, she's giving you the key so that you can insert it and turn that car on Amen, and good. begin to get the results you've been desiring and trying to get from the world. Amen. Come on, it's not like you haven't been trying to get those results from the world. Come on, we've all tried to get those results. But now that we're in the kingdom, we have the true riches. Hallelujah. That's right, that's right, Woo! that's right. Come on. Shit, Ooh, Go ahead, babe. That's all I had to say about <laughs> oh, that. Oh, that's all? That's all I got to say about that. I'm breaking through. Is, is that all? You sure? <laughs> yeah. But what you're saying is powerful. It's good. No, it's, it's good. powerful what you said and needed. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so, so listen, you guys. Okay. So, you know, tithing. Okay. Just as, as you guys just heard, right? Tithing belong. The tithe belongs to the Lord. The tithe literally means the 10th and you don't touch it. It comes off the top of your gross income. Amen. Don't even touch it. It does not belong to you. But if you, if you, if you Take it, if you touch it, according to the word in Malachi chapter 3, verse 8, you rob God. And when you rob God, you put yourself under a curse. Amen. 
So, you know, <laughs> Come better, on, David. like I said earlier, better to have 90% of your income blessed than 100% of it cursed. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, guys. Juanita. Amen. Carol, Lisa. Come on. Who else is on? Marianne. Hallelujah. Amen. So listen. So if you, if you can't it's follow God, if man. you can't follow God on something as simple as giving him a dime or a dollar, you know, he, from what he gives you, you'll never prosper. So look at it this way. A hundred percent of every dollar you make belongs to God. He's only asking, he's only asking and he'll, cause it all belongs to God, right? According to Deuteronomy chapter eight, verse 18, it's the Lord who gives us the, the power to create wealth. So the reality is oh, 100% of our income belongs to him, but he's only asking for 10, right? So God's only asking for 10% of it back. When you give it, he opens the windows of heaven over your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So listen, you guys, the tithe again, the tithe belongs to, to the, the Lord. Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Tithing also, listen, according to the word, tithing erases your need to borrow. Amen. Uh, Deuteronomy 28, 12 says that we are to be lenders to many nations and not borrowers. We read that verse yesterday. When you tithe, the Lord opens the, the gates, the floodgates of heaven over Come you. On. Amen. Hallelujah. And gives you the ability to do that. Gives you the power to create wealth. That you would be a lender to many nations and not a borrower. We're not Ooh. meant to be borrowers. We're not meant to be enslaved by the world system. Amen. Where, listen, the Bible says in Proverbs 13, 22, it says the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the just or the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. Right. We're coming into an hour, you guys, where the wealth of the wicked is making an exchange into the hands of the righteous. But listen, you got to be a tither. You got to be faithful. If you're not doing the if finances the Lord's way, how is he going to bring the increase into your house if you can't be faithful with the little? Amen. So that's what we read. In you Luke. know, and, and I'm talking and I'm talking. Listen, I'm not talking about chump change. Okay. I'm not talking about, oh, just listen. If your mindset is, oh, I have enough for me, then you're still in a poverty mindset. Pop that. Oh, just uh, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Mm -hmm. I'm getting tongue tied. If your mindset is, Lord, just bless me in my household and I'll be good as long as I have enough, you know, to take care. And oh, I have I have enough to just make it, Lord. Thank you. I'm blessed. Listen, if you're not blessed in abundance to where it's an overflow on people, to where it's it's overflowing on people, to where you not only have enough for your own home, but you're able to bless others, amen, then it's still, it's still, you're still in a poverty mindset because God wants us not only to be in a place where we're more than taken care of for our home, but he wants us to have enough. We all say it. We all say we're blessed to be a blessing. We're blessed to be a blessing. But how, are you able to bless other people? We should be able to consistently bless those around us. Amen. If we're not consistently blessing those around us and it's only occasionally and here and there, then listen, there's still some areas we need to go back to the drawing board with and see, Lord, what do we need to straighten out? What do we need to work on? What do I need to get into alignment to make room for you to bring increase in my life 
so I can bless others consistently to where when churches say, you know what, we need a roof instead of pulling from the congregation and putting pressure on the congregation and the people to pay for a new roof people like us, generous people like you, amen, can go and say, you know what, I want to take care of that. I'll pay for the whole roof. Don't even worry about it. We'll take care of it. We'll pay for it. That's where the Lord wants to take us. Amen. That's the kind of increase he wants to bring us in. Hallelujah. And come on, that's the revelation of the Lord she's talking about. I believe Kenneth Hagin said it this way. Kenneth Hagin said he never, after he got this principle down about being a blessing, becoming a blessing, not, you know, not getting to receive. He said, once I received that revelation of being a blessing Amen. and praying with that matter, he said he never had to worry about finances ever again. Come he on. never had to worry about finances ever again. After he made the decision that his his full focus was to be a blessing. Amen. He wanted to increase so he could be a greater blessing. So he could be more of a blessing to churches and to people and communities abroad. Come on. He said, as soon as I made that decision, decision in my thinking, I never he said, I never had to worry personally about another dime. Amen. But think about, amen, amen, Sylvania. I love what you put there. She said, ask above your expectations. Think about it this way, you guys. God is a God of extravagance. God is a God of abundance. He not only, listen, one drop of his blood probably would have been more than enough to do away with the sin of the world, to redeem us. But guess what? He didn't just give one drop. He gave all of it. He gave every drop of his blood. So much so to even where he was, it was water, amen, like water coming out. Like he gave every drop. God is a God of extravagance and abundance. He's a God of enough, more than enough. He goes, he doesn't just meet the needs. He goes over and above. So if that's the kind of God we serve, and it is, and we're only living at a, medi a mediocre level where we're just, we're just barely making it. We're just, then, you know, we're not living to the level that God desires us to live. He created us to take dominion, right? What did he say to Adam in the beginning, in the garden? He said, I give you dominion over all the, all the earth, right? Over all the creatures, all the, all, all the, the, the animals, right? Genesis he, 126. he gave him dominion over all of it. See, God still desires that we would take dominion. How are we going to have influence? How are we going to have, uh, you know, uh, influence and dominion without finances, you guys? Without having finances, you know, just like I said in Deuteronomy 28, 12, God uh, created us, amen, to be lenders to many nations. In fact, the word of God says, um, oh, no man, any debt. We're not to be in debt. Oh, no man, any debt. What does any mean? Any means any. Oh, no None. man, any debt ex None. except except the debt of love. Oh, no man, any debt except the debt of love. We're not meant to be in debt up to our eyeballs. We're meant to be financially free, to have an abundance that we could bless others, to not only meet our own needs. Yes, if we're, I mean, it's selfishness to think, God, just meet my needs. Just meet my needs, Lord. No, we should have a mindset that, God, thank you that you're not only going to meet my needs, Lord, but you're just going to pour out, Lord, an overflow of an abundance, Lord, according to your word, Lord, so much so that, Lord, 
I won't even be able to contain it, Lord. And I'm not going to contain yes. it, but I'm going to pour it out on those around me. I'm going to sow where you tell me to sow. I'm going to give to those in need around me, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that I'm going to have enough to take care of those in my household and those in my community. Amen. That I'm going to be able to have an impact and an influence. You know, people think that, you know, in the church, and I'm going to get back to the ties. People think in the church that, oh, you don't need money. Well, guess what? You do need money. How are, how are you going to, how are we going to preach the gospel to the world? How are we going to, you know, tell the poor man on the street, God is good. He's so good. He loves you so much. He desires better for you than this life. He desires better for you than sleeping on the street. But then, then you say, okay, God bless you. Bye. And you don't do a thing for them. You want to show them that your God is a giver. Amen. You want to be able to James provide for them. Amen. That. It does talk about that. You know, Faith. Faith in action. Right. Don't you and also I think talks about it in Matthew. You can't go to your brother and be like, Oh, keep warm, uh, you know, God bless you, and not provide for them when it's within your means. Because what kind of representation of God is that? Amen. We're not then we're not representing the Lord well. And you know, we need income, we need money to make an impact in our community. We need money, you know, to preach the gospel. It takes money to feed people. It takes money to Come provide on. the Bibles, amen, to hundreds Come of people. On. It takes money to, uh, you know, to rent out places to preach the gospel. I mean, it takes money to, to, to bring the gospel to people. It takes money to pay for other people's bills. It takes money for all this stuff, right? So in that way, so, so that's why we have to do it in the arrangement of God's word and Correct. how he has spoken to us. Correct. What you're saying, I mean, that's, that's, that's awesome and off the charts. But you have to first start, right, with aligning yourself with the tithe and the offerings. Right. I'm trying to Being expose... Right. I'm trying to expose a mindset because when we think of tithe and offering, sometimes we think, oh, it's just good enough for me. Lord, if you just meet my needs, mm -hmm. good enough. And that's that's a, that's a poverty mentality because we think God's only big enough to meet our needs instead of going way above that to take care of others. Amen. So, But yes, it starts with the tithe. So, okay. So thanks for getting me back on track then, Sage. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Amen. And that's actually, James, what you put that out is actually a key. That's one of the many keys. Amen for increase. So, okay, going back to tithe, you guys. Uh, can I just throw one more thing out there? Sure, throw one I more mean, thing out there. Can you just let me throw one more thing one out more there? One more thing. All right. So I'm just, I just want to hit, hit my point home. Just give me one more thing here. You know, people think like, oh, you know, well, I don't care if I don't have all the possessions, Lord, as long as I have you. No, God wants to give us that. Again, it's because he wants to use us to bless others. It's not just for you. It's to bless others. You know, with, listen, I'm sorry. I don't care what people say, but money, there is influence when there's money. This is what Ecclesiastes chapter 9 says. Ecclesiastes 9 what? 16. It's called Ecclesiastes 9, 9 16. 16. It says, wisdom is better than strength. Nevertheless, the poor, the poor man's wisdom is despised and his words are not heard. People don't listen. The world doesn't listen to people who are poor. Wow. The Read world, it, look, the world doesn't, it. even if you're wise, look. the world doesn't listen to you if you're poor. Let me read that again. It says, wisdom is better than strength. Nevertheless, the poor man's wisdom is despised and his words are not heard. 
Why? Because how, listen, I've heard this myself. There have been people on the street that are homeless wow. that I've seen that, that know the word, man, you can tell they love Jesus. They do love Jesus and they do have relationship and they know the word better than a lot of, uh, you know, Christians that go to church, but nobody's going to listen to them. Wow. Nobody listens to them. Nobody even takes them serious because they're in poverty. And I, that's just the way it is. That's the way it is according to the word. That's just the way it is in the world. People don't listen to you if you're poor. Because if you're sitting there and saying, God is amazing. Look how good my God is. My God is a good God. And you're homeless and sitting on the street. They're looking at you and they're like, yeah, if that's how good your God is. I don't want it. Man. That's why poverty is a devil from hell and we addressing it. Amen. That's, it, it, it is. And it, it's so important. Man, I'm trying to keep on trying. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to. Went, I know. I know. Uh, look, so, okay. I have to we're, read this. No, no, no. Give me this. I was like, we're, me, we'll come me, back me, to it no, no, no. tomorrow. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to listen to this whole story. I want to read the whole story, okay? And it comes from Ecclesiastes 9, verse 13. It's, and I'm going to read. These are the verses prior to this verse that Dana read. It says, the wisdom I have also seen under the sun, and it seemed great to me. Now, this is Solomon speaking. There was, a, there, on the earth? there was a little city with a few men in it, and a great king came against it, besieged it, and built great snares around it. Now there was found in it a poor wise man, and he by his wisdom delivered the city. Yet no one remembered him wow. because he was poor. Wow. Then I said, wisdom is is better than strength. Nevertheless, the poor man's wisdom is despised. And his words are not heard. And his words are not heard. So. Wow. Wow. That's just like I said, though, with women. I've, I've read that, but today it just really dropped into my spirit. People don't, if you can. So with financial increase through using Bible principles. Correct. You can increase your influence. Yes, come sir. on, come on, across we, the globe. Come you on, can increase. We got souls you, to win. you can increase your influence in your community. Come on, think about that come now, on. guys. Think Amen. about that. On uh, and James says that the way that you can enact things and help other people. Come on, so that we can be a blessing everywhere we go. Yeah. Look, the wise man, the the wise poor man knew how to set the city free. A whole city he set Come free, on. but nobody even remembered but or listened to him. Nobody even remembered him or or cast him to the side. Why? Listen, you and I couldn't be. Listen, you and I <laughs> couldn't be used. Oh, I'm no. telling. You, wait a minute. You and I couldn't be used to set the captives free. And not that they should remember <laughs> our name, but they should certainly remember the name we preach from. That's it. That's the key Come on. You see right what there. I'm saying? It's the name that we preach, and that name is Jesus. That they would look we and want, see. We want them to look and see that our God is, is a, a God, God, and he's a good God. And he's a God that came down from heaven to pull us out of the miry clay, clay to pull us out of the curse that the Amen, devil God. put on us of poverty, yeah. sickness, and disease. 
And that, God, that was one of the curses. That was God, one of that, the curses matter of poverty. Fact, that is one of the curses. It is. Matter of fact, in, in Genesis chapter 3, uh, verse 15, he says, you will toil from the sweat of your breath. It's literally a curse. Mm -hmm. Hence why Jesus had to wear the crown of the thorns was to break the curse of the land. Amen. Amen. Oh, my God, you're getting me into something. I know. I, I know. Because I know. you're going to totally off of this. I know. So let's get back into it. So listen, that's why God wants us. But I'm going to say this one more thing. I have to say, you are going to be an influencer. Yes, you are. Come I'm on. telling you. Lay hold as of we align to the principles of the word, you're going to take the key, you're going to put it in the ignition, and you're going to start the engine. Come on. You are going to be an influencer across your community. You are going to, people are going to come to you because you're going to have the wisdom of heaven. Come on. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So listen, you guys, that's why God wants to increase us so we can win souls. So people, so we would represent God well as ambassadors. Amen. So people would look and see and know that there's a God in heaven that is a good God that desires relationship. And, and that, you know, that, listen, that is extravagant and extravagant in all he does. So, but like Sage said, we got to do things his way. He gives us a prescribed measure in his word of how to do things his way. And so when we do it his way, he blesses us. Amen. So from that point, okay, so now we're going to move from the tithe and to offering. Because, right, Malachi chapter 3, when we talk about robbing God, it says, In what way have you robbed me? He said, In tithes and offerings. So we already cleared what the tithe was. The tithe is the immediate 10% off the top of your gross income, amen, that you give to the Lord. Hallelujah. And it belongs to him. You don't even touch it. And really quick, I want to say this because some people had some questions. The tithe goes, you can't split it up, okay? Because otherwise then it's not the 10% anymore. It's, it's, so you can't give, split it up and give in different places. Um, the tithe is the 10%. It goes together and you give to your church. You give to the, to the place that you're, you're connected to, that you're involved in and that you're, you're being shepherded. You're being stewarded. You're being, uh, taught in, discipled in. Amen. So you give to your church. That's where the tithe goes, okay? Amen. And um, and then, so somebody asked about, can you give outside of the four walls of the church if you feel led to give? The answer is yes, but not the tithe. The tithe goes to the church that you're getting fed in, okay? But now offering, you can. So this is why we're going to talk about offering. Offerings are a little bit different, okay? So let's talk about offering. Let's talk about what the offering is, amen? Let me see your phone. So you want to pop onto the, well, onto I, the I podcast? Do. I do, but I was just thinking, man, we're already, I, I was know. thinking like, I know. maybe we cover the offering tomorrow. I want, oh, we can. Listen, it's up to you. Because it's, I mean, this is, a, this is a lot of work. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, today. we're, we're going to, let's this cover the, of, we'll cover the offering tomorrow, you guys, because that David, was a lot we just impacted. David posted unpacked. a scripture, he, uh, song, uh, songs of what? Solomon. Solomon, go check out the one charge. You find out. Oh, that it's, it's a song. So, so oh, Psalm. I think that's actually Psalms. Is that Psalms, David, or he said it, songs? I think they call it songs in the pigeon. But... Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. Thirty-four eight. So, um, I'm sorry. So, really quickly, you guys. So the tithe again. It goes. The tithe is the ten percent. It's not yours. It immediately comes off the top. It belongs to the Lord. Amen. It's not yours to decide. To, you know, to, to, if you want to give or withhold, it doesn't belong to you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, it, the tithe 
actually protects you. It protects you in your goods and it protects you in your health because um, according to the word, the Lord rebukes the devourer for your sakes. Amen. Come on. Come on. The tithe goes Hallelujah. to your church. You can't split it up. Um, and I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. Man, that's a good verse. Amen. Oh, taste so, and see that the Lord is good. Amen. That's right, Juanita. Come on, my sister. That's right. Come on, sis. You're getting it. You guys are going in the top. Every one of you. Hallelujah. You lay hold of the word of, the, of God. You're going to the top. Amen. Hallelujah. So I think we're going to um, we're gonna break down the offerings tomorrow. Okay. So I want to break. Well, because we did. We unpacked a lot today. We impact a lot today. So I want to I want to break down offerings tomorrow. Hallelujah. Amen. I hope that this uh, brought some clarity for you Hallelujah. guys in some Come areas um, and blessed you guys. Amen. I believe that everyone on here that as you're plugging in, come on, you're going to taste and see that the Lord is good. Hallelujah. He is, you're going over the top. I want yes. you to know as you plug into the word, as you plug into the kingdom, you need to know, come on, God isn't planning for you to go down. Nowhere in his Bible does he ever say that he's planning for you to go down. He gives you the choice to align to right. his word so you can go up. Up and be on the top above and not beneath. Come on. Hallelujah. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. According to his power, he is going to supply all of your needs. Come on. This is that hour and this is that time. Let's get ready and shout unto Amen. the Lord. Somebody had a question. Sylvania. She said, what if tithing was, was net and not gross? Is that considered tithe? So, um, and can you correct it? Absolutely, you can correct it. Because I didn't, for a long time, uh, Sylvania, I didn't know that also. I was tithing from my net. I didn't realize it was from the gross until, um, until actually the Lord corrected me on that. And he's like, why would you allow, why would you give to the government first? Because the government's taking out the taxes, right? So why would you give to the government first and then me second? So he's like, you give off the gross. So then I started correcting it and I just started giving off of my, my gross income instead of my net. So, you know, when we know better, we do better, right? When, Man. when Ooh, we're, that's good. So, well, yeah, say that again. When we know better, we do better. So, you know, Hallelujah. so now that you know, just correct it. Just tell the Lord, I'm sorry. I didn't know. And, and start doing it off your gross. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. So, Cause I used to, I used to think the same thing. So it's, it's, it's easily corrected, right? Um, you just tell, tell the Lord, sorry, Lord, I didn't know. I repent Lord. And thank you. For that. Thank you that I do know better now. Amen. 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 For some reason we went on. So, so, Hey, listen, if you're on this broadcast, listen, now's not the time to jump off. Now's the time to stay tuned in with us. Listen, I see 12 people on there. So right now, just hit that share button. Get this message out there so others can, can begin to get those keys of the kingdom. Be encouraged to slip it into the ignition and start that car up and start traveling in the way of an abundant, overflow, prosperous, prosperous life. Come on. Because that's what God wants for each of us is that we would be the head and not the tail. Mm -hmm. That we wouldn't be begging. Now listen to this. That we wouldn't be begging at the table of the devil. Yeah, come on. I'm going to say that. Say that we that. wouldn't be begging at the table of the devil, but we've been called to the table of the Lord. Woo! Come, come on. on. 
Hallelujah. What do I mean by that? When you're at the world system begging from the world system, you're begging from what? The world system, which is the devil's system. But we're not of that system. We're not of this world. We're of a new world. And that's the kingdom of God. Come on. That's the high. That's Jesus. That's the kingdom of heaven. My God. And as we align with him, he says, come to my table and eat abundantly. Amen. Oh my God, amen. why do I say this? Because I believe that each and every one of you are going over the top. I believe that each and every one of you are the top notch best out there. You are the army of the Lord and you are impacting this generation. I believe that I'm talking to some men and women who have the fire of God and you're saying anything, God. I want to do and I want to march and I want to see those who are held captive by sickness, disease, by poverty, by all these things that impact communities. I want to see them free. I'm ready to do it, God. Come on. Hallelujah. That's who I'm talking to, and that's you. So I'm encouraging you right now. As it is called today, lift up your hands and begin to praise him mm. that the curses are broken, that you're coming out the other side, and what the enemy meant for destruction, God is going to turn for his glory. Why? Why? Because he's turning it around. He's shifting it up right now over your life, over our life. Come on. This is our hour. This is our time. It's not the devil's hour. It's not the government's hour. It's not the disease's hour. It's the hour of the church. It's the church triumphant. It's always been our hour. This is our time. Come on in history to grab a hold of the altars of the Lord and say, Lord, not this generation. We we will not relent. We will press in and we will see the glory of the Lord upon the nations. We'll see the devil under our Amen. feet. We're not taking no for an answer yeah. because he said every promise in my word is yes and amen. Hallelujah. This is our hour of breakthrough. This is our time and now. It's a now word. It's a present action. Come on. I don't care what yesterday was. I don't care what five minutes ago was. I care what the now is. And he says, now faith is. So now we align to it. Now we grab a hold of it. Now we march to the drum of heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you're on here and you've never given your life to Jesus, if you've never given your life to Jesus, or even if you did it one time and you found yourself off track and you're saying today, after hearing this message, I want Jesus. I need Jesus. There's one prayer that fits all and I I want to say that prayer with you today. He says, believe in your heart that he was raised on the third day. Hallelujah. And you shall be saved. Amen. So let's pray that prayer together now. So say this with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me and cleanse me. Wash me and cleanse me. I thank you that you rose from the grave. I thank you that you rose from the grave. You're seated in the heavenly realms. That you're seated in the heavenly realms. And you're coming back for me again and that you're coming back for me again. Jesus Jesus hallelujah hallelujah thank fill you. me fill me overflowing overflowing with the Holy Ghost with the Holy Ghost and power and power give me a passion for the lost Give me a passion for a hunger the and thirst for the things of God. A hunger and thirst for the things and of God. A holy boldness to preach your gospel. And a holy boldness to preach your gospel. To stand in this hour. 
to stand in this hour. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Father. I decree and declare. I decree and declare. Over my life. Over my life. I am saved. I am saved. I'm anointed. I'm anointed. I'm called. I'm called. I'm positioned. I'm positioned. Because I have Jesus. Because I have Jesus. In my heart. In my heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Give the shouts of praise today. Come on. You're going over the top. The curse of the enemy is broken. You and I are raising up today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, you guys. Hallelujah. Make sure that you share the broadcast. Amen. I feel the anointing now. It's going to be Hallelujah. Good. That's right, David. Ooh. Welcome home. If you guys just prayed that prayer and you prayed it for the first time, type in the comments, I did. We want to send you some um, e-books. Amen. We want to connect with you guys. Hallelujah. And um, get you connected to a Bible-believing church in your area. Amen. Um, oh, absolutely, Chris. Absolutely. So, um, really quickly before we get into praying over a couple of you guys, uh, I just want to tell you guys, first of all, you guys are going to the top. Amen. Amen. This is going to be the best next two months of the whole year is going to be the best. Amen. November the to remember. Hallelujah. The, we, we, we speak that. And listen, you guys, we, um, I just want to, uh, just actually put this out here. Chris, um, healing school. The 7th, 8th, and ninth, right? Yeah. This New Hope Volcano. Uh, come down, join us. The 7th, there's uh, Sunday evening at 7th. No, at it started at 5. They announced it at 5. Oh, well, the flyer says something different. Well, if you get there between 5 and 6, you're good to go, okay? <laughs> between 5 and 6, you're good to go. Well, um, yeah, because it starts at 6 is what we post in the flyer. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, listen, come out, join us. Uh, 7th, 8th, and 9th, 7th, 8th, and 9th, yep, and uh, come to healing school, come on, whatever ailing you, whatever you need, come on, we believe that the word of God is able and capable, come and join us, and let's get the word of God, let's come together and just suck on the word of God, and let the word build up in our hearts, and let us see the miracles of God that will break out. Because I can guarantee you, come on, that miracles will be happening. People will be being set free from disease, from sickness, from depression, from poverty, right. from lack, from demonic oppression, all kinds of different things. If you have issues, if you have issues in your body, you got issues with anxiety or whatever, come on out. Breathe. Come on. Okay? Seventh, so, eighth, and ninth. And last thing, um, you guys, listen. If you want to sow into this ministry, if you want to, actually, let me rephrase it because we want you guys to be obedient. If the Lord puts it on your heart to sow, we would ask that you would ask him how much. If he gives you a number, be obedient, you guys, and sow, amen, because that means he has a harvest in store. We um, are going for, we're going for, we're going to finish this well, this, excuse me, we're going to finish this year well. We are going to make, on. actually, and I posted this yesterday, and we announced it yesterday morning. We're going to make around around the island. We're going to go around the island before the end of the year. We're going to be preaching and ministering in different towns. Amen. We're going for souls. Amen. We're going to finish the year strong. And so, um, so again, if you want to connect your finances to souls, ask the Lord if he would have you give and then be obedient to give. 
on the header of this video, there's several avenues that you can give. And I'm also going to post in the comments all of those avenues that you can give just to make it easy for you. Amen. So, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. That is so good. So, as you're posting that, I'm going to start praying, sure. okay? So, Father, in Jesus' name, I lift up Chris right now. Father, I thank you through the power of agreement and your word, Father. We decree and declare miracles over Chris right now, Father. Father, we call those lungs to be properly done yes. right now in Jesus' asthma. name. We call that asthma down in the name of Jesus. Jesus, we command that coughing to be silent, yes. be stilled now in Jesus' mighty name. Yes. Father, I thank you that you are in the miracle business and your word That's always right. works, Father. Your word always works. So we just thank you Amen. now. Over Chris, we speak your word, Father, that by your stripes she is healed. Yes, Father, she was Lord. healed, she is healed, and now she's healed. And Father, I thank you by your stripes. Come on. Matthew 8, 17 says that you took all our infirmities and you bore all our sicknesses upon your body at the whipping post. So you took that asthma and you took everything else Chris is dealing with right now and you bore it on that whipping post. So she no longer has to take what you took. And we put that no pet trespassing sign up over Chris now yes. in the Thank name you. of Thank Jesus. You. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty, mighty name we pray. We believe and receive now. Come on. Hallelujah, Chris. Yes, 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 yes. Auntie Bobby jumped on. Hey, Auntie Bobby. Hey. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, yes, Juanita. This Sunday, this Sunday, this coming Sunday, the seventh. This this coming Sunday evening. Yep, the seventh. That's not a.m. That's p.m. Six p.m. Amen. Well, between five and six, they announced five at the church. But the flyer says six. But the so flyer I'm, says six. I'm, so if you get I'm in there sticking, anywhere in between five and six, you're I'm, good to go. I'm sticking to six because <laughs> that's what we're Hallelujah. pushing. Hallelujah! Come on, Hallelujah! All Hallelujah! Right. Yeah. Well, we bless you guys. Make sure Hallelujah. Uh, you... Come on. Mm, 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 Make sure you share the Hallelujah. broadcast. Hallelujah. Mm, 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 mm. Hallelujah. Come on, sing hallelujah. Be happy, girl. <laughs> I am happy. I'm going to let... But I'm, but I'm waiting until you're done so I can okay. talk. <laughs> Go ahead. I just was saying share the broadcast. And then say it with Tell you. everybody say we it. love you and bless you and have an amazing day. Wait, let's say hallelujah together. Hallelujah. 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 Let's sing it together. I, I'm okay. I, I, I'll, I'm okay. Uh, say hallelujah. I don't really want to sing it. I'll, let, I'll leave it to you. <laughs> Go for it. You sing it. Well, I'm excited for Jesus. Hallelujah. Me too. Me too. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hall Woo! Come on, baby. <laughs> okay, you just wanted a reaction. Oh, somebody okay. did angry All faces. Right. Because you're probably making him angry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Love you guys. We bless you. See you tomorrow for part two, amen, of the tithe and the offering. We're going to be going over the offering. So make sure that you join in. Make sure you share the broadcast. And we'll see you guys later. Love you. Bye.